This show is created for adult audiences only. Our show notes include content warnings and other helpful information. We strongly recommend taking a moment to assess the situation before continuing. Let's begin. Episode 114 The Disappearance of Mary Cousset In April of 1983, a young mother of two disappeared from her home in Alton, Illinois. It was no surprise that foul play was immediately suspected. Despite having arrested the prime suspect in the case, it wouldn't be till the following fall before the victim's remains would be uncovered. With the help of a local psychic, police were not only to locate the body, but also convict the murderer. It is said that the psychic whom assisted in this case was able to communicate with the dead. This was an ability that she developed after she herself became very close to death. Many still question the woman's abilities in this case, discrediting her methods of contacting the deceased as far-fetched and unbelievable. This has caused the case to become forgotten over the years. This is the story of the disappearance of Mary Cousset. Psychics and the psychic phenomenon have fueled a heated debate for many years. Despite the many compelling cases and stories where such individuals have uncovered or relayed nearly impossible information, from hidden knowledge to contact with the dead, this topic remains widely dismissed and ridiculed. In April of 1961, a pregnant Greta Alexander lay awake waiting for her husband to get home from work where he worked as an insurance agent. By the time he arrived home, their four children had been fast asleep in their beds. Due to having been exhausted from the previous day, both Greta and her husband retired to bed for the night. The lightning cracked as the thunder shook their house, causing their youngest daughter to crawl into bed with them. Greta, whom had already been struggling to sleep, decided to move to the other bedroom. She lie there watching the lightning flash to the window, illuminating the room around her. She found herself caught up in the beauty of the storm. In an instant, that thought turned to sheer terror as the room around her went into flames and the windows were ripped from their sills. Lightning had struck their home. Greta's husband came running through the door. He pulled her from the bed and they rushed out of the house, awaking the other children in the process. The family stood outside as they watched their home begin to go up in flames. The Alexander house had been struck by a cold bolt, 
a sudden strike of electricity that had grounded into the furnace under the double windows of the bedroom where Greta had been laying. It is a miracle that Greta had survived such a terrible event. After being examined by her doctor, she was found to be in good health aside from elevated blood pressure. She also went on to deliver a healthy baby girl in the months later. After this event, Greta began to experience strange feelings and occurrences. She would sense, know, and feel things before they happened. She would also receive visions and hear voices as a result of being struck by lightning. After having a vision of the Virgin Mary, she began hearing angels talk to her. Over the course of the next four decades, Greta claimed that spirits of the dead, specifically victims of crime, would come to her with messages. They would often ask her to solve their murders. Despite her work as a psychic being widely forgotten at this point, in her prime, she was considered to be a phenomenon. She was loved by many and praised by police. Greta became known as Big Mama. She was involved in numerous police cases throughout the United States, offering her services free of charge. No case was too small for her to become involved. By 1991, it is said that with the assistance of her daughter, Greta had been handling over 100 cases a year. Her abilities became so fine-tuned that simply by reading one's palm, she could psychically diagnose illnesses. One of the most popular and well-known cases where Greta became involved was the 1983 disappearance of Mary Cousette, a 27-year-old mother of two from Alton, Illinois. Mary had been last seen in her home in the company of her boyfriend, Stanley Holiday Jr., on April 24, 1983. Three days later, Holiday was arrested for Mary's murder. The police had been provided a tip by an informant. However, without a body, the charges against Holiday were shaky at best. After seven months of being unsuccessful in locating Mary's body, the Alton police contacted Greta Alexander. According to authorities, it is said that Greta provided 22 accurate clues that led to the discovery of the body of Mary Cousette. When she joined the investigation, Greta looked at a map of the area and was completely overwhelmed by visions. She shared what she had seen with the police who eagerly wrote down all of the details provided. Greta claimed that Mary had reached out to her. She said that the body would be found near three roads off the main highway, with the road splitting just near her remains. It was also said that the body would be near an embankment that was close to a bridge, half covered by brush or leaves. Greta went on to explain that an arm or a leg would be missing from the body, in addition to the head. It was revealed that Mary had been dragged from the place she was stabbed to death. Greta used a pencil to draw a circle on the map. I feel the body is here, she explained to the authorities. Surprisingly, the circle Greta created was in the same area the previous informant had indicated. The police had searched the area multiple times before. When questioned, 
Greta told them that a man in funny-looking boots had walked past the body. She went on to tell them that when they returned to the area, a man with a bad hand and the initial S would be important to the discovery. Greta received multiple attempts by the woman to help locate her remains. On numerous occasions, she received a message from Mary saying, Here I am. Come find me. After that point, with the assistance of Greta Alexander, the Alton police arranged for a fresh search of the original area. The area stretched just off of Illinois Route 121. After the search began, just three hours later, the remains of Mary Cousset were located. Just as Greta predicted, a man with a crippled hand discovered Mary's body. The body was found by an auxiliary policeman by the name of Steve True from Tazewell County. True had injured his hand in a drill press accident prior to the search. It was also revealed that a man wearing what some described as odd discarded fireman's boots had been a part of the initial search and had walked near the location of her body, just as Greta had said. Most of what Greta had provided in regards to the case was not only specific, but had proven to be true. Greta had also described the way in which the body would be found. It was, in fact, found near an embankment and near the river. It was found to be missing the left foot. The woman's skull was also found merely ten feet away. Due to Greta's assistance in the case... Several of the officers, including Alton Detective William Fitzgerald, had reassessed their opinions on psychic abilities. Fitzgerald went on to say, I was skeptical to begin with, but I guess I'm going to have to be a believer now. Without her, they may have never found the remains of Mary's body, and the case may have remained open forever. Despite this, there are still many who question and have argued otherwise. One specific example is an award-winning investigative reporter, Ward Lucas. Lucas was a non-believer who took it upon himself to attempt to deconstruct Greta's psychic predictions. Analyzing them one by one, he concluded they were nothing more than vague, self-fulfilling prophecies. He stated that many of her claims were simply logical guesses and not the result of paranormal influence. However, due to the specific details Greta provided, such as the officer with the deformed hand, one could assume her claims were more than sheer luck. Correctly guessing 22 out of 24 predictions is highly unlikely. Was it paranormal influence? There is no specific guarantee. The case of Mary Cousette is remarkable to say the least. The influence Greta Alexander played on the case that ultimately led to Mary's whereabouts and helped to put her attacker away display her as more than just a medium. Rather, she has proven to be a reliable source that is able to hone her abilities for a cause. Greta has assisted in many investigations, and had undoubtedly seen a fair amount of cases, and built quite the reputation due to her psychic abilities, 
by the time of the case of Mary Cousset. However, one can agree, no other case has been quite as impactful as this one. Another notable case Greta Alexander assisted with was a case in 1979 where she was contacted by Johnston, Iowa police. It is said that by use of a walkie-talkie, Greta was able to lead an officer to the exact location of a drowning victim. In another case in 1980, Greta assisted Maryland police in the investigation of a double homicide. After handling items from both of the victims and successfully describing the crime, she was then taken to their home. While in the house, Greta exclaimed, There is something wrong with this room. She then instructed officers to move the sofa away from the wall. After doing so, this uncovered a secret room. She had initially said that a murder weapon was discarded in the area. The room was empty, aside from a turned over pie plate. After removing the plate, officers found a five inch wide pipe that led deep into the ground. It was assumed the weapon had been discarded down the pipe. One of the most notable, next to Mary Cousette's case, was a five-year-old hit-and-run cold case. It is said that Greta helped to solve the case by describing the truck, its driver, and passenger that hit and killed Richard Rothering. Police stated, had it not been for Greta, they would have most likely never solved the case. Given the nature of Mary Cousset's case and the many others that Greta Alexander was able to assist with, it is easy to determine that she was the key to solving these cases. Was it actually through the use of psychic abilities? Or was it all merely luck and the use of deducting clues to provide an educated guess? It ultimately depends on one's views. Just because we do not understand something does not make it any less true or real. Regardless of which side one finds themselves on, it is evident that Greta was very in tune with the world around her, making her a definite asset in all of the cases she assisted. Welcome campers to Campfire Tales of the Strange and Unsettling. We're your hosts, I'm Ryan. And I'm Jordan. And now, the debrief. All right. All right. Talking psychics. Yeah, yeah, we're, uh, yeah. I mean, I know, I think we've, we've kind of discussed, um, our, uh, like, whether or not we buy into the whole psychic thing and passing. Um, I, I, not, not very detailed. Um, I think it was like, yeah maybe brought up in an episode where we're like, Oh yeah. How do you feel about it? And I was kind of like, Oh, well, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, this will give us a chance to kind of fully, just kind of deep dive, deep dive into it. Right. Yeah. Cause I think of all the sort of sub niches within our niche, psychics are probably the one that we've discussed the least. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. They've just been sort of like tangentially related to a couple cases that we covered here and there and we never really spent much time talking about it yeah which i mean i'm again kind of surprised 
Um, yeah. You know, and and not uh, not just psychics in this case, psychic detectives. Oh yeah. Um, or later in life, I know Greta Alexander referred to her herself as a par- parapsychologist. Um. But yeah. Yep. More so, psychic the psychic detectives, which is uh, is actually really cool. Which, funny enough, and I was actually thinking about this because you had the story on uh, our episode of Friday night, Friday night, Friday, uh, what two weeks ago or whatever it was. Um, yeah. And your story was about the guy that started getting like the self inflict or the not self inflicted, the randomly the, like, right, stuff. yeah. Yeah. Um, and like helped solve the case of, of the girl's murder, you know, and we had brought yeah. up Ghost Whisperer. Yep. Which is basically a psychic detective. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. which I, I didn't even think about it until kind of kind of diving into this and then I was like, Oh yeah, we just uh just did a fun you know, I was gonna say a funny story. Um <laughs> it ended it up being a funny, funny story actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this, I feel like this whole concept of like police turning to psychics to solve cases, I sort of, in my mind, I relate that to the era to like nineties tabloid stuff, like Elvis lives and yeah. stuff like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I understand that for sure. For sure. Yeah. Cause which I love, I love that weird shit too. You know what I mean? I, I love like Bat Boy and fucking all that National Enquirer oh, shit from used, the 90s. I used to eat that up. Like, yeah. So good. Yeah. That's, I mean, we both grew up like standing in the checkout line with your mom while it's in those grocery stores when we were kids yeah. that were not even air conditioned. Yeah. You're just He's like there standing there in the through. summer melting. Right. Yeah. Yep. And like the the main like that that front page always had some of the most ridiculous <laughs> yep. stories ever, yeah. but yeah, it was so, good. so cool. Yeah. Yep. Oh man. So yeah, th- that's kind of like the same category that I put these in, but it's like a real phenomenon, right? It's like actually was- a lot more than you think. Um, yeah. There was uh, a, as as kind of reading and everything here. There's actually at least uh, what, and, and most uh, on most police forces around the world, um, they're at least in contact with one "quote unquote" psychic detective. That's awesome, or parapsychologist, whatever, to come in and assist with cases. I really hope that's true. That it's like the majority, right? Of, yeah, and even yeah. back in the uh, the case of John Wayne Gacy, mm-hmm. uh, the investigation, there were actually two psychic detectives that were brought in to help out with the case. Yeah, um, that's one that I'm super excited to cover in the future. Yeah, that'll be a good one for sure. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, there's actually been some pretty notable ones throughout history too. Um. Oh, there's there's some girl that's uh, still uh, that's still working. I mean, she's like one of the most known, and I can't think of her name right now. Of course, <laughs> um, I thought I had it down here, but I don't. And she's like, she's assisted with thousands of cases. Yeah, throughout like her, I guess you know her stint, her <laughs> career. There we go. That's the that's the better way to put it. Yeah. Um, which is which is really cool. 
yeah. you know and i mean greta here big mama she was doing a hundred a year yeah in her heyday yeah which, which is crazy that that is crazy right and she i mean she worked all over all over the the states like yeah you know so yeah that's that's also also really neat like you'd find one case from here one case from there i mean she was all over the place and a hundred a hundred cases a year you're brought in to either talk to ghosts or like see how you feel with things yeah i mean that's that's a that's a lot of work it is especially traveling all over right to, to do it yeah yeah that's a schedule that really is, um, and she did it for. And she never got paid for it, right? No, she always she offered was, her yeah. services for free, and she did it for over forty years. How the fuck do you do that? How's she doing a hundred? Is she like independently wealthy? I, right, that's that's a good question. I mean, and her husband was—I I mean, he was like an insurance, uh, an insur- insurance agent. So, I mean, you can't expect them to be like money bags or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, you know, I'm sure she was compensated uh, to some degree or whatever. Like, even even if it was just, like, free hotel stay or whatever, this or that, right? Sure. But, yeah, she never charged for her services. Like, yeah. she was always very open when it came to it and loved, loved what she was doing. Um, I would like to think they were at least, like, paying for her flight out. You know right. I mean, I mean like, yeah, yeah. Maybe shit like that. things like that. But yeah, I mean, as of like paid by the hour or anything like that. Nope. That's not what she wanted. Because like being like an insurance adjuster or an insurance agent. Yeah, you could keep a family afloat with that job. But like paying for your wife to fly all over the country for 100 I'm, cases a year. Yeah. I mean, think about how many times a month she's going to these places. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she, she might have 20 of those or so pretty close to home sure or maybe even more whatever but still let's say even half of the cases she had to travel for or yeah you had to go out of her just immediate area that's like a flight a week yeah exactly if it's half mm-hmm. that's crazy and yeah. like imagine how many how many cases she's working on a week then yeah <laughs> it's just nuts it's a lot and especially if like some of these cases yeah, I doubt she's just there for like a day to be like, all right, this. Right. You know, like I'm sure they, you know, have they've contacted her here and there or, you know, see. I'm if, sure some of it was like over the phone even. Right. Of course. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy to think that like it, it does seem so, I, I don't know. It almost seems like, I, I see what you're saying as far as in regards to like this is almost something like out of like you know a reading the inquirer or something like that yeah like it almost seems like so out of place but to find out that it is actually yeah very commonplace right is uh it's, it feels it's really weird it does it does yeah yeah but it's also really neat and it is i really i really like this and i think you made the perfect point at the very end of your story which is it and I even wrote in the notes, like, the the reporter that didn't like her, the uh, Ward Lucas. Yeah. Right? I think his point is dumb. It doesn't make any... Like, the, the whether it's paranormal or not is not the point. Exactly. At all. It, do, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you're 
if she's just incredibly insightful, if she's just a like a really good detective, mm-hmm. if she's picking up on cues from people that most people are missing, if that makes her services valuable, period. It yeah. doesn't matter mm-hmm. if it's like a gift from angels or whatever the fuck. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? And he tried to basically discredit her as, well, obviously she's like helping them out because she's just using process of elimination or, you know, like pretty, you know, all these are just, if you're smart, you would think this way sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, which I mean, it's, that is kind of shitty because a lot of these, I mean, she provided like factual specific things. Yeah. Yeah, there was some crazy shit. That would there. be. There's no way somebody like would know. I mean, especially like the the one with uh, the the uh, the officer with the like the the, the hand issue. Yeah, um, that he had had in the the accident that he uh, had had with the drill press. Yep. And she had said like a man, you know, man with a deformed hand or a bad hand. I think was the way that she had worded it. Yeah. Um. You know, and then like. That and the then dude with the funny boots, the dude with the funny boots, right? Yeah, and the fact yeah. that, uh, yeah, I think it was, it was also, I think the, the guy with the funny boots, he was also walking a dog, yeah, um, yeah, and she pointed that out, right? Also. She had pointed that out too, yeah, which I and there's like a whole thing that, like, there's a whole thing, like, um, they said afterward that there was only one dog involved in the search, right? Yeah, that's true, and like, yep. he was the one with the dog, so it wasn't like a I guess they'd have dogs, so I'll say this one had a dog. You yeah, know what I mean? Of course. Like, I mean, a lot yeah. of these, yeah, of course. There's, there's probably going to be some type of like cadaver dog or something, right? Sure, sure. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, there was one dog in this case, and she described it, and she described that it was the dog with that specific man with the funny boots. Um, yeah, and then like the specifics, like this, she would be beheaded. Yep, and missing a limb. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, yeah, you can you can sometimes assume that could be the case, but you're not going to say definite. This is going to be. Yeah. Yep. You can say yeah, she might. You know, she could. She could not be. Who knows? I don't know. It just feels way too specific with the information that yeah. she provided to them. One of them that freaked me out was on another case where she said. Like, there's a secret room from this room. No one fucking knew about it. And then they right. find the secret room. Like, yeah, that's what? Yeah, I mean, that's it's just so out of nowhere. It is. It's, it's very it's very random. And I mean, who would think uh, of a place having having a secret room in the first, you know, yeah. first of all, right? Um. And then the it's fact that it's a pretty shaky limb to go out on as a side. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Move the couch, get it out of the way." Yeah. <laughs> and then boom. Yeah. Yep. So like, I love to think. I love to think about those. Like, I love to think about it in terms of those super dramatic scenes, like movies or TV, where it's usually someone who is just a genius. And like picks up on things the other people don't, yeah, and they're just like, "Do this ridiculous thing," and they're like, "Why? Just do it. Shut up and do it. Move the couch." And then they move it, and they're like, "Oh shit! Like how? How could you possibly know?" 
right back there. I like to imagine her walking in. It's like closing her eyes and sniffing the air and just like turning <laughs> without looking. Yeah. Opens her eyes and just slams that couch or that sofa off to the side. <laughs> She's like, I told you. Yeah, just knows immediately. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But it might it might not have been as theatrical, but you know. Yeah. It is in my mind. Awesome, nonetheless, right. But still, she had said that like the weapon was discarded in the area. She she knew it was in the house. Yeah. Um, but when they find the secret room, they find that pipe. I mean it's a pretty damn big pipe. It, it it would be kind of pretty easy to say they probably threw it down this pipe. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, you know, there's... I mean, at that point, you're just, like, you're just best guessing. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, which is Everything else was pretty damn on point, so... Yeah. I would like to side with, <laughs> with what she's saying. It's, um... Yeah, she has some some crazy stories. What is your general position on psychics? Um, I find uh, like you know, like I think obviously these quote unquote psychic abilities for profit, I think, are a lot to dismiss. Um, you know, and then we had like all those those uh, who was the one the one popular one that was like the phone psychic back in the day, um, Miss Cleo. Yeah, Miss Cleo. Like, I don't buy into any of that. Yep. None of none of that. I think it's 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 extremely far fetched, and I d- I don't know how I can be convinced otherwise. Yeah, there's it. You can find anyone's information extremely easy these days, and oh, yeah. you know, so like a lot of a lot of the bullshit that they like spout and all whatever else, and oh, you're I'm seeing a woman. <laughs> I've got a lot in my family. Um, you know, like little silly things like that. Yeah. I I can't get behind it, but I do like the idea of, you know, of like parapsychologists and stuff like that. I mean, I, 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 I find myself believing more so than not and the ability to essentially be so sensitive to the world around you, whether or not it's paranormal or whatever else. Right. Mm-hmm. But being able to be, and and just like mention you know mentioned previously, so fine tuned with the world around you, yep, that you can use this energy to build these thoughts and you know see these things, um, you know, and I, I like I feel like that I think I think that's definitely real, you know I mean that's I mean call it being smart, intuitive, whatever else. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even have to be, you know, something like I said, something paranormal. But I don't think it makes it any less, uh, you know, any less real than, say, like through the use of contacting the dead or whatever else. Sure. So, like, it's it's hard to say specifically, but like, I buy that part of it. I don't buy your average everyday. Hey, I'm a psychic. Right. The uh, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. The I find, I mean, a lot of people, and we have friends who are are deep into divination, right? Into tarot. Obviously, friend of the show Carly is like she. Her main thing is tarot, right? Like she's super into divination, and I've seen her do some scary shit, <laughs> like like startlingly accurate yeah. stuff. But um, see, I 
that's that's what I feel like is very authentic. Yeah, agreed. You know, and but there is something off-putting about the, I'll say, uh, strip mall psychic. Right. Right. That that for whole, entertainment purposes. Sure. Which is also cool. If you want to go in and like have fun getting you know your fortune told by by someone, I think that's cool too. It's like kitschy and fun yeah. and. Just don't take it too seriously. Take it with a grain of salt. I mean, you know what I mean? Come like, over. I'll dim the lights. I'll play some eerie right? music in the background, and I'll yep. give you a fortune. And you can leave a 50 on the bedside table. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but a lot of those people that are that are really into divination, they do their very best to distance themselves from those from even the word psychic right because it's so related to the miss cleo the like john edwards crossing over that shit the like tv psychics and i think it's for good reason it's absolutely because there is a big difference between what what i see carly for instance doing and a, a guy standing on stage going like someone with a name that starts with S. What is... I bet you're I'm right in this feeling. general region, I'm yeah. sure. I and mean, it's like a I'm, theater for like 500 people. Yeah. yeah I'm, there's I'm probably... getting, a, getting a feeling that someone is related to someone whose name starts with a letter. Is that true? And I can and assume like, you have lost someone in your life. Yeah. Like anyone would go to a John Edwards show if they hadn't lost someone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's just showmanship and, and people like that honestly are still very good people readers. That's what they're doing. It's cold reads on people and it is a skill. It's, I mean, that was like flim flam men, you know, for generations have, have had that skill to just read people. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, hats off to them for being great at it, but fuck them for, you know, giving people supposed information from past relatives and exactly. shit like that. Like, that's see, yeah. that's that's what that's what sets it apart for me. Like, that's you know, and that's what I again, I, I find that like it's it's not only just silly, but it's also disheartening for yeah those that actually do center themselves and try to you know of course try and you know, get away from that that whole you know that whole thing because you know being lumped in as someone you know like that of course you know anybody's right. going to try to discredit that but like now, even in that situation you're balancing sort of like okay so if a fake psychic tells someone whose dad has passed that like your dad is safe and healthy in the afterlife and he's proud of you. Right? If if that makes that person feel better, is that a I mean that's a positive interaction sure, overall, sure, right? Yeah. But I feel like there's a line there of going too far. It's- you know what I mean? At I think at a certain point you're you're halting that person's grieving process, right? And you're playing with their emotions, like yep. 
yeah and, and that's if cool. you want to give if you want to give someone a message like that if you know you feel if you feel tapped by the universe to tell someone something like that at least have the decency to not make them pay you you know what i mean right there's yeah. there's something that feels really dirty about that to me agreed agreed completely yeah and i think that's a, that's a big part of it yeah i'm i'm not i mean at the same time i'm so conflicted on this issue and i i brought it up before we started recording like i that i didn't know if i was even if i even knew my own position well enough to talk about it yet yeah but, no i i i get it i get it for sure because at the same time, I think people who like read tarot or do divination for people, uh, a lot of them do have a service to offer, right? And I think it does hold value for people. And should people be able to make a living helping people? I sure, you know. So I go yeah. back and forth. I I think it's like a case by case basis. I think if someone is genuine. And if someone is very transparent about their process and what the messages actually mean, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the actual nature of the messages. I think that's very different. I, I don't like the ones that seem to have this like Jesus complex, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. that like they claim 100% accuracy and they, you know, you, you can't, I, that you, stuff makes me it's impossible it's impossible to claim 100 percent accuracy in the first place yeah yeah even if you're doing something mundane right you don't have 100 percent accuracy i think like a big thing for me is i just hate the word psychic yeah like, i i and maybe that's that's what a lot of it come you know also boils down to as well yeah is i just i really dislike that word i think there's you know, for the practice and for the authenticity and things like that, there are much better terms. Yeah, witch, for instance. I'm into witch. Yeah. Thousand it's, percent. It's all encompassing. It works. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's I'd rather get advice from someone who who is, you know, considers themselves like close to nature, values mm-hmm. like the ecology that we all exist within I, that makes more sense to me than someone that's like i get messages i think of a psychic and i, and I think them. of like a shitty crystal ball sure like yeah <laughs> let me look through my crystal ball yeah all those like eastern european stereotypes with like the long purple bandana on their head and dangly yeah. earrings and, of course yeah 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 Yep, it's which is unfortunate. It's, it's a problem. Right? Yeah, because people who people who have like you know I I go back and forth on the like the actual nature of of this phenomenon too because on one hand I'm thinking like these people are that it's basically like spicy psychology, right? Like they're reading people they're telling them what they need to hear it's like it's a therapy session yeah you know what i mean um the good ones right. it's a therapy session right um but at the same time 
my weird shit brain <laughs> sees a po- the possibility that, you know, the whole idea that time isn't linear, that the past, the present, and the future are all happening at once. Right. Right. And maybe the idea of the, the Akashic record is is time. Yeah. Right? It's like this just big ball of everything that has ever happened and will ever happen. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I feel like there is a possibility that some people get a peek into that. Right? I like Yeah, I I agree. I agree with that too. I mean, and that's and that's where that like fine line, that really yeah. real fine line exists. It's hard because I get pulled back and forth. Exactly. Same. I, same. I'm, I'm right and, there with you. Yeah. And it might, again, be a case-by-case basis. Some people mm-hmm. are really good spicy psychologists, and some people literally have the ability to tap into time. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, there, there, there are a lot of, um, um, you know, different, different people that, uh, have, have kind of dabbled in a lot of different things. I mean, as, as we'll probably kind of talk about. Uh, that try and explain that possibility of being able to tap into that maybe even as like a seer and seeing into this other plane or something where all this information exists. Sure. And trying to kind of explain how that works. Um there's been a there's been a lot of a lot of people throughout uh, I guess throughout history rather that have tried to, you know, that have had, I guess, opinions on that. Um, one of them by the name of Joseph Rhodes Buchanan, uh, where he basically held the the theory that the human brain contains uh, essentially a region of sensibility uh, that enables what some would consider as like paranormal feats. Sure. Um, basically a form of like uh, you know very very sense uh, you know like extrasensory perception. Um, that yeah. allows them to be able to see and read objects by drawing out uh, information about it, whether it be through touch, sense, or whatever else, like almost the energy that it that resonates off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it, he feel or felt that some were able to do it more than others due to uh, essentially like a nerve aura, uh, which okay. basically a field of energy that was similar. Uh, to uh, is another one described as like an odic force if you're familiar with it yeah um, essentially like a mental tuning that would allow the human mind to sense all manner of information like it was opening up that uh, you know opening up one's mind to be able to draw in the information that the world just has kind of like sitting Floating. in this other plane yeah. right exactly yeah. I, um, I like that a lot it's like some people who who support the stone tape theory, you know, um, mm-hmm. the idea that that inanimate objects absorb the energy of events around them, right? And that's how you get yeah. like residual hauntings and stuff. Right? Like that, yeah, we've right? talked about that a lot. Um, yeah. So some people who subscribe to the idea of stone tape theory talk about how some events are so powerful that when they're when they're absorbed by those inanimate objects, they sort of radiate out through the timeline, forward and backward. Right? So, some events are so powerful that p- 
people who are able to perceive those energies in mm-hmm. those items are able to sense events that haven't happened yet because they're such a powerful event that they they went forward and backward right right yeah that energy just kind of spans through that yeah. and they're able to like yeah tap into Pick it. up on it mm-hmm. yeah yeah which i may and like that to me and the idea of that makes a lot of sense in this case i mean you know especially as we get into like the human brain and the way that that yeah. functions and how i mean we only use it's very cool a minimal fraction a of person. it right sure so imagine if one could be able to use more than that like what would we be capable of sure and i think that's that's another way that these like these things come into play uh come into play and like you know again whether it's paranormal or whether it's the ability to tap into this extra energy and be able to yeah. you know use use like one's one's brain to be able to use more than like what the common person can um yeah. like what, or what areas that, that the common person can't access exactly yeah. yeah like would that allow you to be able to see into past present future or sure. be able to like read things that you've never even came in contact with or know things that you've never even learned been introduced yeah. to right yeah 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 that's so, interesting yeah which again i mean and i think i think that's that's a possibility too you know, yeah yeah i mean because there're definitely there're definitely people who who support the idea that the the abilities like esp and like um remote viewing and things like that are that human beings are capable of it physically that it's not a paranormal thing it's not you know some untouchable thing that it's an actual aspect of the human brain that you have to train yourself to access Mm -hmm. right yeah i mean that's all that testing all that like parapsychology testing that was done by the u.s government and the russian government yeah um that was all to try and figure out if we could unlock those potentials Mm -hmm. in human beings right so some people definitely think about it that way and the idea that i mean like greta alexander she was struck by lightning when you know when it had been uh whatever it came in through the yeah whatever it was regardless yeah when she was struck by lightning like to have that change your overall even like like chemical balance and yeah, your you brain know, chemistry exactly like yeah. and that could manipulate it in i feel such a way that could allow you to be able to start to use and utilize that like i sure. mean especially once you start to hone in on it and develop those abilities and you can actually like fine-tune them yeah yeah and that's interesting and I, maybe by and the maybe way it, great time to buy a lightning rod <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah no doubt who the fuck's house burns down because it got struck by lightning? Right. That's, that's so odd. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. But, I mean, it... Do you have a lightning rod on your house? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't... I, I, like, I, I honestly I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I... You better figure it out. I'm sure. After covering this case. I, like, I, yeah, I'm probably. sure of it. I mean, I, I think the, you know... Most houses, especially modern houses, you know, are yeah. are well equipped, right? But 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm, they I'm just sure. don't look cool just, like they used to. Right. And you don't have this like giant ass like thing sticking off or whatever else. Yeah. Well, um, it used to be a lightning rod slash weather vane. Yeah. Right. So you would have like this cool wrought iron rooster or like whatever on it and it would spin in the wind to tell you like wind direction and stuff but it was also a lightning rod right that just makes me think of twister yeah yeah now (laughs) i think they're just built they're like built into the you know they just don't look cool anymore yeah it's just a thing that's up there yeah i mean you don't really notice i i've unfortunately never been on my roof though so yeah you know there's that you have a tall, you have a pretty tall house. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, so it's not like easy roof access. No, it's really not. Yeah, <laughs> but regardless, it's totally fair. Yeah, I was um, just curious because like that shocked me. I'm like, wait, your house can burn down from being struck by lightning? Shocked, being struck by lightning. Boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. I feel like I feel like that could that could open up the the potential for that, right? Um, and yeah. she wasn't the only one uh, that became like this a well known psychic detective that had gained abilities after being struck by lightning as well. Um, I was gonna say because weird shit happens to people who are struck by lightning a lot. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, they're su- sure. they suddenly have a, an English accent or like. They can suddenly play the piano really well. Like, that shit really happens. I need to get struck by lightning. Like, dude. Just become telling you, it's like, <laughs> it's like real life superhero shit. Like, some people who have, it's like, um, certain like brain trauma. Yeah. Can unlock weird parts of your brain. That's and, so weird. Like, yeah. That's so weird how that works. Yeah. It's odd. There was a, there was a guy by the name of John Catchings. Um, in 1980, well, he he became well known for helping police uh, be able to track down and locate multiple like deceased bodies, remains, things like that, and help to solve a lot of cases. Um, in 1980, catching lots of criminals, <laughs> right? In 1984, <laughs> he also helped to form the North Texas Parapsychology Association. Um, and by 1991, he had apparently claimed to have helped send 15 people to jail or prison as a result of helping, you know, solve these cases. Okay. And he, yeah, just, just as the same, same thing that happened to Greta had gotten struck by lightning and all of a sudden started having these abilities. That's wild. It is. It's, it's, it's super crazy. Maybe it really is a brain chemistry thing. I, I mean, yeah. that's honestly, I think so. Like, in, and I mean, you know, and the fact that maybe, maybe there is some paranormal aspect to it that also helps you be that much more sensitive. Like maybe in this other plane, this other area where all this information exists, the information about these people or whatever else, like not necessarily mm-hmm. spirits or whatever you, you know, whatever, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of hard to put it to words, but maybe like that exists too, and like See, lingering. That's what I was thinking. That lingering energy from that too, like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because I was just trying to make sense of this because I'm generally a person who does not think ghosts are dead people, right? Right. Um. So I was trying to like, how could this make sense? Right. So say someone 
for whatever reason, is able to to access this part of their brain that allows them to to access this information. I think in much the way that people have, you know, an alien encounter where they're told that they need to clean their life up, you know, that becomes like the version they see because it makes sense to them. That's like, that's how it manifests because that's what's going to be most impactful. Maybe someone who, who can access this information, it's still going through the filter of their perception, right? The information. Yeah. So it could take the form of the ghost of, you know, whoever to give, you know, to deliver the information, mm-hmm. right? So it's still not actually the spirit of a dead person. It's that's the form that it takes so that they can process the information yeah. that they're able to access, right? I find that just just as plausible. Yeah. 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 I like that. That makes sense. It does to me. It does. It's uh, <laughs> there is also um, someone by the name of Carl von Reichenbach that almost that pretty much had that kind of sin- that uh, same kind of thought process. Um, and he is the one that he had worked with, like the Odic Force, um, sort of thing, right? And basically, it's an energy force that permeated through all living beings. Uh, combined by electricity, magnetism, heat, things like that, that, you know, built this force. And so he believed in human connectivity. Yeah. Where, you know, people that were sensitive, essentially, um, he felt that their their mind was a lot more capable than, like, the average average person. Which is, I mean, similar to, li- like, along the lines yeah. of what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they were basically had the ability that they could smell, taste, see, touch things, you know, that they've yeah. never even came in contact or you know, had seen before. But they can like his version is like they they're able to perceive the the strings basically that connect them to everyone else. Right. Right? Yeah. 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 I like that too. Mm-hmm. I like any theory that involves the fact that like all human life are fingers on the same hand. Like we're yeah. all part of the same living entity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Which I think if everyone believed that the world would be a billion times better place. Well, I mean, I, I absolutely so, agree. Yeah. You know, or you could just buy into simulation theory and call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> simulation theory gets a little, uh, it gets a little, um, nihilistic for me. I mean, you, you know, know what I mean? A bit. I get that. It gets a little bit nothing matters mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you if you buy into it fully, yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's already been yeah. pre-planned out and yeah, we're just basically living it out, acting it out, whatever you want to think, I guess. Yeah, that's that's why you have to approach things like simulation theory. Like, everything we've just you can approach everything like uh, Robert Antwilson says, like never, never believe too much. Yeah. Never buy in too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like, mean that's that's fair though. Yeah, yeah. Like play with the idea. Thought experiments are great, but never buy in too deep. 
for any of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, I, I have to agree with that to an extent. And I yeah. think it's healthy to be that way, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There should be, there Just should like, be like some hesitancy in, you know, instead of just yes. being like full force. Yeah. Thousand percent. You know, this is yeah. without a doubt, whatever else. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, let it, it hold yourself back a little bit. Be, be a bit skeptic, yeah. if you will. Like, just every consideration should have a little dash of agnosticism in there. You know what I mean? You got to maintain, like, yeah, of course, just a little bit of agnosticism. Like, this is cool, but I don't really know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you got to, yeah. Agreed. You got to keep that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I don't know. How do you, how do you feel about this, this case? Cause I mean, yeah, we, we talked about Mary, um, Mary Cassette, 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 Mary Cassette. (laughs) Um, but like, how do you feel overall? Like given, yeah, we, again, we've talked about her case, but also Greta Alexander's involvement in it and her as a person. I mean, do you. I think you think it's legit um, or I, I generally might be asking the same question. Do you, how do you feel about psychics and whatever else, but specifically yeah. in this particular case? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, I generally consider Greta Alexander to be, I think she was helping people and I think that's really what matters. Right. Yeah. I do think it gets a little dangerous. Um, because I know she had some cases that didn't go so there, well. There were a couple you know? cases. I mean, it, just um, as we're talking about it, just briefly. Like, yeah. I mean, there was a, ca- a case where, like, she had led police to believe that there was a hostage situation. And by the time they arrived, everybody was dead. You yeah. know, because, I mean, it, to her, maybe that's what she was given. The information she was given at yeah. that time. That's the bit of the timeline she got access exactly. to. Exactly. Like, you know, like yeah. thing, things like that. I mean, you know. It was another one where she I, had. I, I think. Go I ahead. was going to say where she had just told a, a woman that her, as it was a missing teenager in the seventies, uh, had told the mother that that she would be found alive and well, everything would be great, and it ended up being that the body of the girl was found like mutilated and in a reservoir like three months after the fact. So yeah, yeah. I mean every yeah. again that's where that like a hundred percent reliability i don't think is always is always going to be there right yeah yep i think um i think the danger doesn't lie in her abilities i think the danger lies in people's conception of what a psychic is and i think that like so with her labeling herself a psychic i think can be a little it could be seen as irresponsible because of the way people respond to it i think like because you can get bad advice from a psychic you know what i mean and of course if you find someone who believes head over heels you know they forgot to read their robert anton wilson and they just bought in 100 percent, right yeah if you find somebody like that they can absolutely be led astray by someone who claims to be a psychic and so it get, it gets a little you can't ignore the the potential for for fuckery. Agreed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um 
But I do think I that being said, I think Greta Alexander had something that most people don't have. Whatever that is, I'm not sure. We, I mean, we've been discussing most of the debrief what it is, but obviously we don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But I think she had it. Whatever it is, she I, had I do think she had it. Yeah. 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 I do. Um, I agree with that. Whatever the Mary Cosette case is, the Mary Cosette case is pretty, it's pretty cut and dry. It's a pretty cut and dry case. It's mm. just a really good example. Cause I think they said like, she gave them like 30 some pieces of information. And 20, all but two were correct. And, 24. What was it? Uh, 24 of them and 22 of them were actually accurate. And there were only two yeah, that were incorrect. Which is, right. that's crazy. That's, that's yeah. I mean, that's that something. you would you think is nearly something. impossible. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's if she's that good at guessing, like, why does she not? Why did she not live in Vegas? Yeah. You yeah, know what I doubt. mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's there's no to me. I can't wrap my head around that just being like, wow, she's awfully perceptive. You know what I mean? It's it to me. It had to be something more than that, too. If that number's real, if that's true. I think she really had something. That was the number reported on uh, by there was yeah. a couple of news articles at the time. Everything reported the same same information. Yeah, yeah. If that's accurate, I think she definitely had something special. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. I agree. I mean, again, it's it's hard to say if she was. I mean, legit contacted by by Mary. You know, saying. She said, here I am, come find me. Um, yeah, which is pretty cheeky, honestly, it, it, for, it is, a, for a dead girl. Right. <laughs> um, it's yeah. almost like she's toying with her or playing with her, but... Yeah. You know, I think I think that, yeah, you're right. There, There's something there. She definitely was able to tap into something, I think. Yeah. Um, and again, it doesn't have to be paranormal to not be real. Sure. Yeah. So, or vice versa. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, to me, I, I feel like that, that's definitely the case. Like there's something there that was very, very real. Yeah. Um, I just don't know specifically again, if it was contact, if it was her ability to tap into those other areas that she was able to withdraw information from, um, you know, it's it's definitely I I mean I it's legit it's legit for sure. Yeah, but yeah, I just it's, don't uh, know a hundred percent what it what it is. It like it just dawned on me like the the same scientists okay when like futurists bring up the idea that eventually we'll be uploading our consciousness into computers right that whole concept right the those same are like the level or whatever levels of. Uh, like civilization levels, right? The I think it's right. like a level. I think once we like reach like level three, we or yeah. have reached the point where we can upload our consciousness into AI or into yeah. robots, basically. It's um, but the same neuroscientists that will tell you like, there's no way we could do that. We don't. We don't. Be, we haven't even begun to understand enough about the human brain to be able to do that. They'll say that. You hear that line over and over and over again in response to that idea. Yeah. But those same neuroscientists will say, like, 
psychics aren't real. That's not possible. <laughs> you like you just got done saying we don't understand the human brain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's so therefore, right? You you can't yeah. say that technically. <laughs> yeah. So you don't fucking know. You don't. We don't know. The human brain is like the biological version of the ocean. Like we haven't. Yeah. We haven't explored a significant portion of it yet. There's the way it works. We don't. We just don't fully grasp. Mm-hmm. And we might someday. But it's not today. Yeah. <laughs> like we're a ways off. I don't think it'll be within our lifetime, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't. I just hope, like one day after the fact, like they just like all these people, they're just able to basically like raise them from the dead and upload, you know, and more like yeah, billions and billions and billions of. Of people past, present, whatever, yeah, just yeah, you know, able to come back and then live forever. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> to get the call back. I I hope so. Yeah, I <sighs> I plan to live until I'm like 140, and then after I die, the I mean the callback would be nice. Yeah. I wouldn't mind coming back for another, you know, a couple millennia. I mean, at least. Yeah. Until the sun swallows the earth. I was going to say, I want to see the world die. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's my goal. Some Doctor Who shit. <laughs> I want to go to the end of the universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to see an infinite amount of universes. I want to be able to get on that end, that universe highway and just ride it out. Dude, your brain would explode. <laughs> if, if you were able to just zoom out and see the full scope of reality. Oh, that'd be beautiful. Yeah, it'd be beautiful for half a second before you had an aneurysm. <laughs> but if I'm like, if I'm just, I mean, you're not even a physical thing at that point. Sure. If you're, yeah, in this setting, you would be a consciousness right. inside a machine, right? So, or not yeah. even inside a machine of a machine, but a consciousness literally right. and floating in the ether. Yeah. 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 I'm into that. Mm-hmm. I think we just described heaven. I think that's <laughs> heaven, right? <laughs> huh. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, <laughs> I'll take one. <laughs> This was cool. I like to. Uh, we haven't really dug deep into psychics, so yeah. I'm glad like we had the opportunity to sort of explore our positions on the subject. I mean, it sounds like you know we're it's still it's it's kind of like hard to yeah 100 percent be on one side or the other, but I think to an extent both you know both sides are viable. Yeah. Yep. I think we gave up nailing down official positions on yeah. things a long time yeah, ago. That's right? true. Yep. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's yep. a good way to be these days instead of, like, yeah. so hard-pressed for everything. Yeah, just be in a constant state of exploration. Mm-hmm. Always. Oh, I will explore. <laughs> we know you will. <laughs> and with that said, that's going to wrap up episode 114, The Disappearance of Mary Cousset. Nailed it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. From the bottom of our weird, possibly alien, maybe ghostly, probably cryptid hearts for listening. We absolutely love having the chance to discuss all these wild creatures and events every week. 
and it's your continued attention that allows us to carry on. We want to get to know each and every one of you, so please come and check us out on all the socials. At campfire.tales.podcast on Instagram and Facebook, at campfire.totsau on Twitter, and you can also visit our website at campfirepodcastnetwork.com. If you love the show, please rate and review it. It's what truly helps us continue bringing your weekly dose of the strange and unsettling. And a special thanks to Greg Martin at Reverent Music on Instagram for his contributions to the beautiful music that you hear every week under the debrief. You can find more of his tunes at ReverbNation.com slash Reverent. It's fantastic, fantastic stuff. Go give that a listen. And that's it. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Jordan. And remember, campers, stay weird and trust in the unknown. unknown.